Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marshanti. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. Apple Music, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find these as we bring you 2022 NFL Draft Prospects each and every day. We have a fabulous prospect on the show now. He hails from Central Oklahoma, began at the JUCO level, but he built his, uh, he built his game up to be at the FCS level. A lot to talk about with the linebacker slash safety, a little bit of a hybrid when I watch him play, when it's none other than LaMontre Hoovall. LaMontre, welcome to the program. How's this afternoon treating you? Uh, it's good. I, I just got back from training. Uh, feeling good, feeling great. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh, we appreciate you stopping by. So kind of let's, let's, I guess let's start at the beginning. I mean, uh, Pop Warner, Wee, when did you kind of, you know, get your feet into the game of football? Uh, so, actually, I wasn't really a big football fan um, as a kid. Um, I never really started playing until I was about 10, 11. Uh, I, I just wanted to be kind of like my, my older uncle. I stayed with my grandmother when I was young. So, uh, I just kind of wanted to be like him. And I always kind of been bigger than everyone. So, in Pop Warner, I played defensive end, and I was pretty good at it. So, you know, I, I just kind of kept it going. I like it. So let, let's kind of, I guess, fast forward then. So you're starting to grow. You're a little bit, I assume, you know, if you're bigger, you're a more athletic kid. When do you start transitioning to that linebacker safety type role that we see you now? Uh, so in high school, kind of around like my sophomore year, I was one of those kids that uh, coaches didn't know where to put me at. So I was kind of one of those people, like I was playing running back. Uh, I would play defensive line. I would play linebacker, safety, all around, all around. And uh, going into my junior year, they kind of just put me at linebacker because they felt like I was so fast and physical that I could have made plays. And, uh, I mean, I, I really just excelled at it. And, and then you're off, and then the JUCO level. Um, not a lot of attention coming out of high school. How do you kind of get the JUCO path? Uh, so out of high school, I, I had a couple of offers. Uh, UTEP, uh, University of Houston, kind of those schools. But um, I just ended up not making the grades. And uh, I actually didn't know about junior college. Uh, it was this man um, – his name was Big Dave is what we called him around uh, my town. And uh, he kind of introduced me to it, told me uh, that would probably be a better path if I, I still wanted to play football. And I kind of looked into it. And uh, I actually, before I went to NEO, 
Um, I was going to uh, North Dakota. Some It was somewhere in North Dakota. And the day before I left, um, Coach McLaughlin um, from UCO, I mean from NEO, he ended up calling me and offering me a scholarship, which was was very crazy. So I, I took the leap of faith, ended up going there. Man, my life changed forever. Definitely, and wonderful stuff. Once again, Lamontre Huval here on the C2P as we break down what this young man brings to the next level and find out the little intricacies that we don't know until we bring him on the show. So, you know, fabulous career, and you know as well as anybody, this is a tedious time. I mean, there's so many things going on. You also received an invite to the Dream Ball, and we discussed that earlier before we went live, and all the, the things that come with just being in that position to be able to make it to these games. But there's a reason why you're on the show. You gotta, you're on that radar. What do you think scouts are going to love about you? I call them your hallmark home run abilities. When they pop on the tape, what's going to say, man, we need to get a closer look at this kid? Uh, I would have to say my speed, um, truly. I mean, sideline to sideline, I feel like I'm one of the best at doing that. Uh, that's always been a thing I've always been great at, Twitch. Uh, and I, I'm just good at putting myself in certain positions to make plays for sure. Fair enough. How about this one? What goes unnoticed uh, that we can't see on tape? You could be a team captain, weight room warrior, film junkie, great in the community. Uh, what the teams need to know about that they can't see on film that's definitely something that can help you fall in their good graces? Um, I'm, I'm definitely a big uh, community guy. Um, you know, given my story, we kind of talked about it off the show. Um, I, I, yeah. I've always been the type of person I love to give back and uh, never receive nothing. I, I just, you know, I feel like if any time I can be a helping hand and give somebody a chance or, get, you know, make someone's day, I'm, I'm definitely one of those type of people. Um, I'm definitely always in the film room, definitely always trying to get better, trying to learn my opponent, um, trying to learn their weaknesses. So definitely that. And I'm definitely a weight room guy. I won't say that I'm the strongest, but I do go there and I do work. Nice. And, and you talked about training earlier today. What's your current height weight? Uh, right now, 6'2", 217. Nice. You feel comfortable? Is that your playing weight? I mean, is that where you feel most comfortable? Uh, uh, no. So, actually, uh, throughout the season, uh, at my senior season at UCO, I was 230. Um Wow. And I kind of just, after the season, I, I just dropped a lot of weight. I was just running a lot, not really uh, in the weight room as much, just dropping weight, just running, uh, trying to build endurance, trying to, uh, you know, build my speed and do stuff like that. But now I'm back eating and I'm, I'm ready to get back to that two, 225, 230 mark. And, and I'm curious, do you get comparisons to anyone? I mean, uh, you know, family, friends, teammates, coaches? You know, they're watching the Monday night game, and the next day or throughout the game, you might be getting texts as a, hey, this guy reminds us of you? Um, no, not really. I say, you know, if my family do compare me to people, they'll never tell me. Only because, like, <laughs> I, I don't want to be compared to nobody because I feel like, you know, given, given, given the true opportunity, I'm better than most of those people that play on Sunday nights. 
fair enough. I like that. I like that self-confidence. Once again, Lamontre, Lamontre, Fuval here on the CQP, finding out again what this young man brings to the draft table. Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find this particular show with this particular guest. Uh, you talked about training. How do you kind of plan on tackling the next few months um, in terms of pro days and, and just getting your name out there? Can you kind of share with, through us what a, a typical day is like and how you want it to move forward? Uh, so usually, you know, I, I wake up around 7, and, uh, you know, I, I get my get my prayer going on, kind of get a little bit of yoga in. Uh, training starts at 8.30. So I kind of get to the gym early, um, you know, get stretching in, um, kind of just get my mind going, put a cup, put a little music in my head, you know, get myself motivated. Um, and I, I'm doing that. We train twice a day, one at 8.30 and then again at 2 o'clock. Um, morning is uh, you working on basically um, your broad jumps, your uh, vertical jumps and stuff like that. And in the afternoon, you're lifting weights. But as far as pro days, uh, I'm, I'm really just trying to go to as many pro days as possible. I think it's, what, four, somewhere around there. So I've been working on a couple of things, trying to, you know, get that going, going to um, these big-time uh, D1 uh, pro days, trying to work on that, just to show that I, I really can compete. And, you know, going Division II, uh that doesn't define me and who I am as a player. That was just me um, – making the wrong moves uh, back back then. Fair enough. And, and way, really, way to explain it, and like you said, we discussed uh, a lot before we even did the show, and uh, just uh, folks out there listening, this kid, this kid is a real perseverer. I mean, he's been through some hell, and he's come out on the other side, and uh, like a testament to his character to be in the position he's put himself in today. And, and we appreciate you sharing your time with us in between workouts. We know you've got a lot going on. Uh, before we end the program, we always like to have a little bit of fun. We call it three and out. Just a few lighthearted questions. You ready to take a shot with those? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Now, I know Coach Bobeck is no longer at Central Oklahoma, but during his time there, uh, did he have any pet peeves during practice, something you kind of laugh about now when you think about it? <laughs> uh, Coach Bobek was He just didn't like people Who wasn't physical That's it I mean Throughout the whole practice That's all you would hear Is physical man Physical Doesn't matter what it was If it wasn't physical He would either start The whole drill over And if you did it The same way that you've done it before He was starting the whole practice over And that didn't matter If we had 22 periods And we was on period 21 We'll be out there all night <laughs> if we could. <laughs> Excellent. Um, how about this one? Um, if you could go back, um, and you, you had a couple stops during your, your career, but if you could go back and win one game against one opponent, um, what game would you like to go back and win and why? Um, hmm. Probably uh, back in junior college. Um, the first time we played, um, I, f- I forget the school's name, uh, Trinity Valley. Uh, we lost to them the first time, but we ended up beating them in the uh, championship. Um, I feel like we were way better than those guys, but certain things happened to where uh, 
me and one of my best friends, we ended up having to sit out in the first half. And, I mean, I, I felt like that was kind of like a vibe killer for the whole team. And um, that was really the deciding fate between us going to the national championship and not. So if we could have go back and play that game again, it would have definitely been way different. Excellent. I'd be curious. Having that happen to sit out, I don't know why, but uh, did that change your mindset moving forward that I'm never going to put my team or myself in that position again? Almost definitely. Uh, after that, I don't think I, I, I left my room after that. I really was just <laughs> in the room doing football, watching football 24-7. I didn't want to get in no more trouble. <laughs> Way to do it. And then the final one, uh, it might be hard to think about. It's January 26th, and, you know, we're not even in the month of February yet. But pro days, training, workouts, it will be here before you know it. That said, who's the best cook in your family? And on draft weekend, when you wait to find out if your name's going to be called and where you're going to go, what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day? (laughs) Oh. Man, I tell you, if you ever in Louisiana, call me. My daddy make the best barbecue in the world. I'm not playing. Mm. He he got he make his own barbecue sauce from scratch. He call it good and good sauce, and it's like it's amazing. <laughs> I, I can't lie. So if you know when that time come, I definitely want some pork steaks lined up, and I just need at least four of them on my plate. <laughs> I love it. Well, your dad's also now on the clock with the goody good sauce as you celebrate in that moment. Hey, Lamontre, listen, we appreciate you sharing some of your time with us, and we can't wait to follow you and kind of connect with this uh, draft crowd as we build towards the draft. But that said, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you sharing some of your time with us today. Thank you so much, man. No problem at all. Once again, that is Lamontre Huval, the Central Oklahoma linebacker standout here on the C2P. A lot to like about this young man. And these are uh, these are some of these sneaky, under-the-radar guys with a lot of talent, just need a little bit of exposure. That's why we love getting them on the program. As always, you can listen to these shows, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Appreciate you stopping by and listening to the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.